you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. Welcome, gamers, to OMG One More Game Podcast, Episode 9. Today is 14 April 2022. I am your host, The Stroke, and I'm here with my good buddy, Swift Mita. Swift, how is it going? It's going good. Um, been a little busy this week. And honestly, I feel... Um, I feel kind of like an NFL player right now, and oh, not yeah? for the reasons you might think, but, you know, doing the podcast on Sunday, quick turn, now we're here Thursday, you know, yeah. that Sunday to Thursday turn is rough on the body, it's rough on the mind, so. Yeah, a lot of, uh, lot of we're, travel. We're going to work through it. A lot of travel, yeah. battling through injuries. That's yeah. right. You know how it goes. Same, 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 but different. Nice. Well, uh, it's good to see you've recovered from last week's episode and uh, survived another week of work. And yeah. uh, for you, one more game loyalists out there, thank you for joining us on short notice in the chat. Happy to have you here. And uh, just if you're wondering why we're here early uh, than our normal night at Sunday, uh, it's because we're, we're both going to be busy this week. And we decided, you know, the people needed to see our faces, not just hear us. And uh, so we just decided to wing it. Swift uh, messaged me about an hour ago. I said, let's, let's record tonight. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Uh, so here yeah. we are. Do it live. So something in the, most people probably don't know in the fighter pilot community, something that's typically not kosher for the weapons officers. Um, but the rest of us like to brief is guys. Yep. It's going to be uh, a little bit different out there. Keep, keep your knees up, be athletic. And, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to make it happen. Yeah, the number one thing you can do as a fighter pilot is just be athletic and uh, not worry too much right. about uh, the plan that you made is always going to go upside down as soon as you get up there. So you might as well just wing oh, it. Oh, yeah. I think yep. that's probably where the term winging it came from. But uh, all right. Yeah, maybe. All right, dude. So what do you got going on this weekend uh, that we that we can't hang out on Sunday night? Dude, so Saturday I have... Uh, you and I's buddy Polo's going away. He's going to graduate from WIC, uh, which is weapons school. Yeah, I just um, had him over for dinner two days ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah so we're going up. To, we're going to go up to Lake Pleasant and um, go out on the boat and hang out for the day on Saturday. As basically is going away because he's moving to the far north Isles in Alaska, the um, North Pole. Yeah. Um, Sunday we drive up to Vegas, but the biggest thing is tomorrow. So I know I told you initially, maybe film tomorrow, but we have a, a squadron roll call going on, uh, which I'm, I'm looking forward to. We actually have the two B courses this class or this time, because we have 
the B course that's almost out the door and the new one that's uh, in academics, basically. And so, haven't, haven't hit the flight line, not flying yet, but they're going to stop by the roll call, hopefully, and give us some entertainment and history and all the things. Cool. So if you don't uh, if you don't know what's going on there, so Swift teaches some hopeful uh, F-16 pilots how to fly that uh, that bad boy. And so uh, he's got a bunch of new guys, lieutenants who are looking to, you know, relax a little bit socially, but they're also in charge of making all the crusty old veteran fighter pilots uh, laugh and, you know, bring him drinks and all that kind of fun stuff. So a little bit of, little bit of a, uh, a, a fun little tradition you got going there, but can, do you want to expand on that a little bit? What is a roll call? Yeah. So the, the roll call, um, as we see it in fighter pilot history is basically when, um, so back in the day when war was, real i guess and obviously it's real right now for ukraine and russia and i'm not trying to um you know diminish that but right for us when we were in the korean war and world war ii when we had planes going up every day multiple times a day so for anybody that doesn't know the roll call is what happens after the day is done basically right so Everybody goes and flies their missions, and then at night they all come back to the bar, um, which we still we still honor that tradition in the fighter pilot community. We still have bars in all of our squadrons, uh, which is great. Which is where we're doing the roll roll call. Um, we they would uh, no kidding call the roll right. So every pilot that stepped that day to a jet to go fly. When the day was done, they would call the roll. And if dudes were missing because they got shot down and were POWs, um, obviously that's a you know significant emotional event for the rest of the guys in the squadron or wing or whatever it happens to be. Um, so there, there are uh, multiple traditions that we've basically come up with uh, based on that. But bottom line, these days, because we're not in an actual shooting war, right? The the roll call is uh, for fun. We we drink, we tell stories, we make fun of each other. Um, but it comes from a very historical past as far as no kidding, calling the roll and making sure that everybody made it back on that day. Cool. Yeah. So one of the one of the coolest uh, traditions in our community. And uh, if you ever do get the privilege of going to check one of those out. Um, don't talk about it or we'll have to kill you. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, just look at it as a privilege and uh, a really cool thing to, to witness. Founded in tradition and uh, just kind of done to keep morale up and uh, just maintain some of that uh, fighting spirit. So cool, dude. Yeah, so, and then, do, so, do, you, do you know the history of, sorry, before we move on, do you know the history of the piano burn? Because I, I know it kind of, but I, because we're having one on graduation day in May for this uh, most recent B course. So, like, can you expand on that at all? Uh, slightly. I don't remember any of the names, and I'm always a little bit uh, under the influence when I hear the story. But uh, yeah, apparently, I, I believe it was a British pilot. He used to actually play a piano in the bar uh, back in World War II. 
and yep. um one day he got shot down didn't come back right and so in honor of him they burned the piano at a roll call to kind of celebrate his life and and what he used to do for them um and so now whenever we lose a fighter pilot we have what's called a piano burn for that person where we where lieutenants will procure a piano of some kind in some fashion and uh typically it's from a an old lady who's looking to sell her piano and we feel bad about it but uh you know you got to burn one it's it's for a good cause we just don't tell you what it's for Uh, yeah but anyways yeah so that's kind of where that comes from Uh, cool well some good history there and uh yeah, that that kind of stuff I'm definitely going to miss when I'm uh, done doing this, but yeah, uh, have fun. Same. And uh, <laughs> we were going to try to record this after Swift got back from that, but that can tend to be a, a heavy drinking incident. So yeah, that that would have been horrible. I would have been asleep on my keyboard probably. Yeah, uh, if you don't know, if you haven't hung out with Swift socially, he's a very sleepy drunk. So he gets about three or four beers in him and he falls asleep in his computer chair. So watch out. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I am. When I get drunk, I, I go home mode. I have to find the nearest bed. Hopefully it's mine. Uh, But uh, yeah, I got to go to bed. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's get into gaming. So before we get into the news, um, I got to tell you, I downloaded Fortnite because I was already downloading the Unreal Engine 5, and it was one click away, so just just for your... Oh, yeah. That's how much I love you, dude, but uh, I still haven't clicked that play button, so you're going to have to... Are you serious? All right, well, you... Yeah, you, me, Pickle Matt, and uh, somebody else are going to have to get in there and play uh, quads. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. All right, I guess I'm, I'm there. I've done half the work, so I might as well just give it a go. Might as well. Might as well try it out, you know? All right. All right, dude. Let's get into your gaming news for the week. All right. So Swift has come up with most of these notes for this week. So I'm going to kind of read them and then uh, we're going to talk about them and then we're going to move on. So item number one on the docket cyberpunk uh you know everyone's favorite fully fleshed out perfectly made game from cd project red that we've talked about so many times on the show uh you know is coming out with an expansion in 2023 so if you've uh, had your fill of that game like swift over here um well guess what you got more content coming to you sometime next year what are your thoughts yeah that's right um Dude, I don't know. I I hope they maybe turn it around based on, like, with the expansion. Yeah. I think that based on everybody's kind of impression with the first release, I don't know that they're really going to get what they want out of it. But maybe, dude, maybe it's really awesome. And yeah. it brings people flocking back, you know. So uh, we have a basically a year to figure it out. We'll see when it comes out in 2023. There was no official date from what I saw, um, but we'll see. I feel I feel like it's kind of a grasp at something. The last to try to, of- 
yeah, like maybe we can bring people back, but uh, who knows? You know, maybe maybe a little turned around. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but uh, when The Witcher came out, dude, it had some issues of its own, like nothing, nowhere near The Witcher 3, I mean, nowhere near what happened to Cyberpunk. Um, but they ended up fixing it over time, right? And those yeah. expansions that came out for that game were incredible. So who knows? Maybe they turn it around. But I think yeah. I think I've kind of uh, that train has left the station for me and it would take quite a bit of uh, review, good reviews for me to jump back into that thing. So whatever. Yeah, I agree. Did you ever did you actually buy it? Uh, I did and then returned it before I started playing it. Really? OK. Yeah. Um. Yeah, mine's still in my Steam library. I just can't log into it for whatever yeah. reason. So. That's strange. See, I was I was kind of looking forward to you getting back in there to see what you thought, but yeah, I, I'm mm. gonna keep trying. Yeah, sometimes PC gaming can be a little fickle, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Yeah. All right, man. Next bit of news on the docket: we've got uh, a bunch of news coming out of AMD about their new. Um, gpus and cpus with a lot of promises towards gamers specifically uh, what you, you got any more details on this headline so i read a few articles so the uh amd basically says the ddr5 on horizon and dude you can expound on this <laughs> it says we'll reach speeds you maybe thought couldn't be possible um so they're bottom line they're talking about overclocking Right. Right. And I don't I've never done that. So I don't know what that means. But I I think based on what I've heard is it has to do with. Making your GPU faster so you can get better graphics or better frames. Um, again, I've, I've never overclocked anything. I'm I'm still fairly new to this PC. Um, so I, what do you what do you have for that? Yeah, so basically, if I can put it in very simple terms, every every piece of technology runs on a certain clock speed based on how much power and heat it can handle. So when when I buy a microchip, like from my CPU, for example, they can only promise and rate it for a certain gigahertz, so a speed that it can run at without them failing, right? So let's say 3.8 gigahertz, I buy a chip that's advertised as a 3.8 gigahertz chip. So overclocking, what the, the thing about overclocking is it comes in a wide range of, so even if you and I bought the same microchip, you may be able to overclock yours a little bit higher or lower than mine just based on that specific one, how it was made, the little tiny materials, the, the metals. And so when you overclock something, you have to basically test how high it can go. Um, and so that's why overclocking is so crazy because basically you have to test it and, and figure out what that speed, maximum speed that your specific piece of hardware can handle. And so DDR5 is going to allow their new GPUs to essentially be faster. And what that means at the end of the day is more higher frame rate, better ray tracing, things like that. Um, okay. So if you've never overclocked anything, it's a lot easier than it 
was back in the day, you can just buy overclock or you can just download overclocking software and it will safely test most of your components, your GPU and your CPU without putting them in major danger of, of failure. Um, but we can get into that more uh, if, if you guys want to hear more about the specifics of that in a later uh, episode or perhaps a YouTube video. But um, yeah. either way, dude, it's cool to see all this. Like you and I talked about Unreal 5 last week, right? And we're going to need to see this, these type of leaps with the, the graphics processors to, to be able to take advantage of all that. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, I guess. I Again, I haven't ever taken advantage of it. Um, I also saw an article that the... Um, so I, I've read a lot of articles about AMD recently and not NVIDIA, and I don't know if maybe the AMD is trying to make a surge for, you know, control of the market, but uh, the Ryzen 7 5800X3D, apparently it doesn't support overclocking, but it prioritizes gaming above everything else so i don't know what the price differential i didn't do research as far as what the price differential is uh between the two um but you know they bottom line there's a lot of options out there as far as gpus cpus for uh people trying to build computers so uh, it's exciting amd is promising a lot we'll see if they can deliver I mean, they they sound confident, so yeah. So typically, the cycle works like this, where as we get kind of later on in the the GPU generation, um, AMD will come out with their news about their new bad Johnny before NVIDIA does, and then a couple months later, NVIDIA releases something that makes whatever AMD said look pretty mediocre. So. That's okay. happened. That's happened like three times in a row. So we'll see if it happens this time. But um, got it. So you're saying I should wait on buying my 3080 Ti and just wait for the next generation? Yeah, I would. You, yeah, you'll be okay. you'll be fine for a little while. Yeah, got it. Cool, dude. Uh, all right. Next up on the order of business, not necessarily about games, but I we just thought we'd talk about this because it's insane that someone has this much money. Um, but Elon Musk offers to buy Twitter for $43.4 billion, just just a little chunk of change to uh, be able to say what he wants on, on Twitter. Uh, all right, so if, yeah. you ha- if you had this much money, how many things would you do before buying Twitter? Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much money he has, but if he has $43.4 billion to just spend on Twitter, he's obviously like very rich right and we all know that from social media and all the things i just think i i put this on the news because i was astounded because like based on what i've been seeing on twit on no kidding twitter right so i feel like for maybe the older generation that doesn't have twitter or whatever you know you're not on uh tiktok whatever you know whatever it happens to be twitter is I feel like a very not necessarily worthy source of news, right? Because yeah. people can tweet whatever they want. But I find a, a lot of information on Twitter, yeah. whether it be political, whether it be gaming, you know, whatever it happens to be. Um, so I think Elon, based on Elon's text, because I follow him as well, 
Um, I think it's very interesting that he, because in my mind, what I think he's trying to do is kind kind of uh, not make it a certain way, but open it up, right? So people don't get canceled. Yeah. Because we're in, we're in a very serious cancel culture based on what you tweet or, you know, stream or what, whatever. And some people deserve to be canceled. But I think Elon Musk is trying to make Twitter an open forum as opposed to, you know, what we've seen from Facebook and Instagram and even Twitter sometimes where you're banned for something that you said because certain people run it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think he's trying to go against that. Yeah. He's had a few like altercations with Twitter from his tweets alone, but dude, overall the, I mean, I, I, people say pretty much whatever they want on Twitter. I don't see that getting prevented at least, but yeah, I mean, these, this company is holding some people accountable for stuff that's causing undue craziness but uh the, for that much money dude i feel like you could just start up your own thing no. that becomes the new thing like right uh, hey, especially with a name like elon musk right, right? you could literally yeah, hire just, people you could for a hundred thousand dollars you could call it musker and people would switch immediately yeah like it's it's crazy and it just shows it you know it goes to show that he just has uh, basically an insurmountable amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll move on from old Elon. All right. Yeah. So you, a little bit of news about the, uh, the Steam Deck. So it's getting a lot of updates and uh, games kind of optimized to uh, work on it. So about half of all of Steam's top 100 games now work on Steam Deck. So we'll talk about a couple of uh, the examples. So Elden Ring, Apex, and Valheim all are called Stream Decks Verified. So they will run easy, no problem, right through the Steam app. Uh, No issues there. A couple of other ones that are Steam Deck Playable, CSGO, Dota 2, and Skyrim. I thought this was funny because CSGO and (laughs) Dota are Valve properties, but they're not like Steam Deck Verified. So it's like... You didn't even get your own games working on this thing perfectly. What's going on here? Dude, so what I read in the article um, was that uh, most of the Steam Deck playables, you know, they they have them tiered, basically. Verified, playable, right? Right. So I, what I read in the article was uh, verified are like, you know, kind of new hot, new hotness, right? right. Elden Ring. Tons of people are playing Apex, right? So, of course, they're going to verify those two games. I've never played Valheim. Um, But, and then, like, the the other games that are playable, in quotations, are, um, it's basically the same thing, right? They're just not, they haven't been verified yet, but it's it's seamless to play the games. Oh, okay. So, it it works fine. But it, yeah, it works 100% fine, right? For all the playable games, uh, they're just, I think they're just like doing their due diligence to make sure everything is working good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do have an update on mine. So all it says is, uh, 
quarter two and then estimated april to may so dude it's april you're gonna get it tomorrow we're here it's on gabe newell's gonna drop it on my doorstep and uh yeah that's right high five me and be like all right good luck all right good luck out there soldier (laughs) cool man uh yeah i'm i'm so excited to get my hands on one of those even if it's wonky and like you really got to spend some extra work like making the games work uh i think it'd be a cool thing to at least talk about and review no yeah i think i think it's gonna be very cool yeah like like we talked about last week as far as mobile gaming like that's a game changer yeah the fact that you can play like when you're at work not doing work and you can play elden ring yeah like if you can play below your desk a triple a main studio game like that in your hand like that's crazy that's yeah it's awesome and like not nintendo switch style like you'll be able to use discord on it and just hook up a bluetooth yeah. headset and just talk <laughs> yeah it's so cool don't do that in the office though dude no 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 no, no. all right well that's all the news we got you got any other things that uh popped up on your scope while we were gathering info right before this uh actually i do so i saw <laughs> i saw on twitter um that uh, again, Twitter, very good news source, right? In quotations. Uh, but I saw on Twitter that apparently COD, so Call of Duty, plans to make, and again, I haven't played in a little while, so I don't know what season they're on. Uh, but apparently the next season, they're planning on bringing Godzilla and King Kong into the mix on Caldera, on like the big Battle Royale map. So I don't really know how they would do that. I don't know if people are trolling. Dude, if it was just like uh, they're in the middle of just the a beast battle, right? And you just sometimes get stepped on as you're trying to kill someone and Yeah, like it just shrinks to them and then you get stepped on and you're dead. I don't yeah. like I don't know. I don't know if it's seriously, I don't know if it's a joke. It's not April first, so I took it for what it was, but uh, yeah, they they're probably like, how do we get people back in this game? And one guy in the corner, he's an intern. He's like, yeah, the the intern in the back was like, what about Godzilla? You're hired. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that might be enough to get me back in there, at least just for curiosity's sake. I uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would log back in just to see what was happening. Yeah. If it's true. <laughs> if they don't have Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a playable character, though, I'm out. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's get into the game's radar for the week. All right, team. Like I said, April's just going to be continue to be slow. So uh, not a whole lot. So what we'll do is we'll, we'll change this up and just bring it to you by platform from now on. So coming out this week, Star Wars Force Unleashed on the Switch, April 20th. So this is a pretty old game, but it was a fun game, and now it's going to be playable on Switch. Did you ever play this? I never played it. I, like Earlier I watched the YouTube video of it, and I was yeah. like, this is coming out on the Switch because the graphics are horrendous. Yeah, it's old, dude. They're, they're not even releasing unleash 2 which i played when we were deployed yeah like i don't know 
I'm still of the opinion that if you want a good Star Wars game, the best one to play is the uh, Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, a lot of them are just too old to matter yeah. anymore. But. All right. What about uh, you got anything coming out for Xbox? Uh, dude, <laughs> based on, again, we're doing it live here, right? <laughs> we, uh, we did some research today, and that's, the, uh, that's what we did. So um, on Xbox and PS5 today, it released. It's called Road 96. Mm. Okay, have you ever played this game or heard of it? No. Okay, so Road 96, it's 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 very weird from my perspective, but it's literally an animated world, right? Animated characters. Uh obviously everything is animated these days, but it's very clearly like not supposed to look real, right? Yeah. So that's what I mean by animated. Um, so Road 96, if you're interested in just taking a cross-country trip across this country called Petria and making it to the border to Safe Haven, I don't know what you're escaping from. I have no idea. I just watched some trailers for it. Um, but along the way, you basically have to hitchhike and meet random characters and based on your de- decisions through the trip, it can turn out very differently, right? You might die. It's kind of like Oregon Trail, I guess. If I were gonna, oh, well, they like I think they just posted an Oregon Trail type thing um, on the trailer, but kind of like Oregon Trail, where you kind of get to make decisions whether you're gonna get in the car with the creepy old man. <laughs> or you're going to try to buy some stuff from the store. Um, but seems seems really interesting to me. I Not interesting in, as in I want to play it, but just like I'm interested to see who the people that play this are. Yeah, I mean, I'm wa- we're watching the trailer here. And if you're thinking about a, if you're looking for a game that's unlike something you've done before, this definitely looks like something definitely uncharted yeah i mean it's it's just very different you get to based on what i saw you get to go to okay so yeah grab your bag yep and then you get in the car and with who knows um so it, it just seems really interesting and then so what i saw is based on every time so the trip total for your character takes uh, about an hour of playtime, so it's not lo- it's not a long oh, time. Oh, so right? it's a quick game. So really quick, as far as uh, the time committed. Um. So, but and then each time you play through, so the point is to play through multiple times. Uh, and each time you play through, it's a different character starting in a different area in Petria. Um. Huh. And I I don't know. I think I saw something about you have to get a certain amount of people across the border prior to the election of the president of Petria for some odd reason. Again, I haven't done a ton of research into it, but it seems it it's very different. You know, it could be like a very, uh, I wouldn't say calming game, but something that you're not really like when you don't really know what to play, just like put an hour into, 
into road 96 and then you know who knows who knows what will happen based on your decisions yeah these are the kind of games that do tend to get me for a little bit because i really think that kind of stuff is creative and and fun to like it's almost like a a visual story right a visual book and based on the trailer i think it absolutely is yeah like you it's it's like a choose your own adventure you know when we were kids you had the choose your own adventure (laughs) books where it's like if you choose if you choose this turn to page 96 or 97 right like it feels like that yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah i mean that's the kind of game that i could easily see myself jumping on and especially if it's on game pass but i don't know if it is well dude good news it's available today i gotta go i gotta go just kidding all right also available today tormented souls uh as well animated kind of that similar look and uh yeah what do you got on this again i is this is this a horror movie this is like saw no 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 it seems like saw to me so what i what i saw from the trailer uh animated um it seems like based on the trailer, you find a young girl in a jail cell. And that's just creepy alone, right? Yeah. If I started the game and I found a young girl alone in a jail cell in the dark, I would have questions and I probably wouldn't play again. <laughs> but um, apparently... There, it's zo- like zombie based or monster based, right? So you have to work your way out of this mansion. It seems like, um, but again, very much saw vibe. There's puzzles in it where you have to, like one that I saw, you had to place pieces of a doll together, her face, and it's it's just so weird to me, and I I don't like it. Yeah. Um just watching the trailer here just you're in a looks like a mental asylum and yeah it's creepy and that's gonna be a no for me (laughs) yeah that's a no for me dog yeah look at that oh yeah if you're into this kind of stuff though this might be a good one for you because it looks creepy gosh so brutal. let's get out of here (laughs) yeah no thank you all right, and uh, going over to PlayStation, basically the only thing is the same thing, dude, Road 96. And then for PC, we got nothing for you. I hate to tell you. Not a lot not a lot for you to uh, look forward to this week. But you know what that means? You've got a lot more time to catch up on your old other games that you need to beat. Yeah, and there, there are also, based on what I looked at today, there's some good ones coming out. Maybe... Uh, we'll talk about next week as far as end of April. May has some good ones uh, and and so on. So it'll be it'll be fine. Light at the end of the tunnel. Get through May. That's right. Beat Elden Ring. Beat or... all of the games right now and then be ready to buy new ones. Or by beat Elden Ring, I mean beat the first boss in Elden Ring and then. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Sounds good. Anything else coming up on uh, the radar for you in life? Uh, well, actually, uh, I'll talk about it because we're not doing the podcast until next Sunday. Uh, my beautiful wife and I have our um, first anniversary next week. Oh. I know that's 
that's not really cool for you and Jen, but uh, it's exciting for us. And we're going to be in Vegas. Shannon's driving up for it or for our sea trip. Oh, what are you going to do? So we're going to go to a uh, Cirque du Soleil show on Friday. And then I haven't told her yet, but I made, well, I've told her I made dinner reservations, but we're actually going to uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay's steak because, Mm. again, I think I've I've like announced it in the uh, podcast prior, but Gordon Ramsay is my cooking idol. So I want to go get some Gordon Ramsay steak. Yeah, that's I've I've eaten there. It's really good. Um, I can't wait. Bring bring your big boy wallet and yeah, uh, I know. Ho- hopefully she doesn't watch the podcast or else she now knows where you guys are going. But. Yeah, she won't. <laughs> I'll tell her not to. Thanks. She's our number one no, fan. <laughs> she actually she actually like no kidding. She drove to California today and she listened to our episode two weeks ago about like addiction. Yeah. Uh, so she finished that one. So she's an episode behind, but, um, I will, uh, I'll make sure she doesn't listen to the, uh, this one before we get to <laughs> old Gordon Ramsay's steakhouse. There you go. Awesome. Well, uh, if you are also enjoying OMG podcast, like Shannon is go ahead and leave us a review on your podcast website. And that really helps us kind of with discoverability type stuff. And then send us an email at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show or let us know what you want us to talk about next episode. And we will definitely give you a shout out and get to your topic as soon as we can. All right, dude, with that being said, we will get into the major topic for the week. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. All right, so there you are. The gamer of the century. God's gift to the sticks. And you're ready to graduate from that little potato that you got on your... your, entertainment stand and you're ready to move to the pros to a computer where the real gamers live to the PC master race. So how are you going to do that? Like, what do you do? You just feel lost. Like you, you see us talking about all these cool games on computer, but you don't know what to do. Well, that's where one more game podcast is here to help you this week in our, uh, in our quick decision to decide what we're going to talk about. We're both staring at our computers and we said, what if we talk about, PC gaming and how to get into it and, and how all that works. So that's what we're going to talk to you guys. I think, I think it just works because we, we talked about the console, you know, race last week and not, you know, how we think maybe PCs taking over. So I feel like it's, this is, this is going to work out fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Cool. All right. So let's get into the, uh, you know, whenever you're making a decision like this, you want to go over pros and cons, right? Like that's what smart people do. Instead of just blowing, because, you know, this can be an expensive uh, thing if you let it be. So let's talk about pros to start off, dude. So you're, you're fairly, what, two years into this now? So uh, yep. I feel like this is fresh in your mind and you can kind of talk about the pitfalls and everything. But uh, we'll just kind of go through some of the pros and cons and, and pros to start with. But all right. So the pro, first pro that I have for you is the, the 
the quality of what you're going to build if you're if you're going to build yourself a computer is only limited by a small little thing called money your budget right <laughs> go figure if you want to buy the most expensive xbox or the most expensive playstation you're still just going to get a ps5 and an xbox series x right if you want to have the best gaming pc there is no amount of money that can limit you like you can buy I've heard of $20,000 machines that streamers have. So like if you want to go big, then you can do it. And it's only limited by that. And there's a small caveat to that. Some of the software, the games um, are going to be limited based on whatever uh, limitations the publishers have or the uh, developers have. Cool. That also means that you can spend as little as you want to on a PC and, and get after it too. So, you get a whole wide range of money that you can spend on this thing. Whereas Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, you're going to spend the same amount of money no matter what. And then it's just going to be limited by uh, what kind of games you can get your hands on. So just talking to you about your fairly recent experience, like this thing didn't put you in the debt up to your eyeballs to build this thing, right? Oh, I think I... I don't know, based on, and dude, I use, uh, talk about it in a little bit, but I used a few websites that they they make it really easy these, these days because you can literally log into a website and build a computer and it'll tell you exactly how much it was. I think I spent, uh, I don't know, just north of $2,000 on mine. Yeah, I think that's and, about right. And I, like, yeah, it's expensive, but uh, I love it a lot. Um, but also, but but also, like, yeah, it's 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 expensive initially, but like we said last week uh, during console wars, uh, very much plug and play, right? If you want to upgrade something, it's a little bit easier. You right, know, you don't have to wait for the next console to come out. Yeah, and that's kind of the main one that got me into it. So future-proofing is another pro. So you build this thing, and it's not just a one-time-and-you're-done thing. So I've, in my build right here, I've, I think I'm on now my fifth graphics card that I've had in that thing, um, upgraded over the years. Uh, so now that's a 3080. And, and that's really like as a gamer, that's kind of the the main meat and potatoes that you're going to care about and want to upgrade over time. Um, right. So you have a future proofed machine that you can just upgrade rather than um, wait for the next console and spend another five hundred dollars. And and the beauty of the day and age that we live in right now is the graphics cards, especially. I've sold those things for. 60 70 percent sometimes even a hundred percent of what i paid for them originally because prices have skyrocketed so when i replaced this um there was a 2080 super in there before this and when i sold that i sold it for the same almost the same price that i bought it for on ebay uh, and it was used so you can get a lot of your money back and kind of recycle a lot of the parts yeah cool um Another pro is mouse and keyboard. It gives you so much more, we talked about this last week, precision and like customized ability to map all your buttons and everything than a, than a controller does. 
Yeah, but, and al- also, if you don't want to play mouse and keyboard, you don't have to, just like Taze talked about last week, right? right? You just hook your controller up, and you still have a, you know, a 240 hertz monitor or whatever it happens to be. Um, your graphics card is better than what's in a PS5 or a Xbox uh, I don't know, Series X? Is that the new one? I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> it's a great naming convention um, they came up with. Yeah. Um, but mouse and keyboard is great. It's a little bit of a learning curve for someone who's not familiar with it, just like I talked about last week, right? right. It took me a long time to to get into it. But if you're not into mouse and keyboard, then you just log onto your computer and then you hook your controller up via Bluetooth or a wired connection, whatever, and you can play through your controller. And it's that simple. Yeah, the the customizability of play how you want is like limitless on a PC compared to Xbox or PlayStation or Switch, right? Like not only can you play on a mouse and keyboard, but you can play with what kind of mouse you want. And like there's all kinds of crazy stuff out there. Like my mouse, you can change the face plates on it. I think you have the same one, don't you? I do. You know, yeah. I can have crazy amount of buttons on the side, or I can change it to like a uh, just a two button thing. So there's just there's no limit to the amount that you can customize your setup to be exactly what you want for gaming. And I keep my Xbox controller right here for when I want to play a game. That's a controller game. Boom, there it is. So anything. And you I'll can be do- honest. Sorry, I'll be honest. When when you Switch to mouse and keyboard. There, it's it's a shock because you have so many options, right? Instead of the whatever it is, twelve buttons. That yeah, you can push. twelve buttons on the controller. That it's literally limitless. It's based on how big your hand is, basically. Yeah. Right. What what keys can you reach? Um. But like, dude, once you get once you get used to a game and you know where the keys live, right? And if you've been playing on keyboard for a little while, it's it's way easier, in my opinion, uh, to find those keys just based on you know memory, right? Of of where they live. If you're like Swift and you have I can dunk a basketball orangutan hands, you can touch the A key and the K key with the same hand. If you're like oh, me yeah. and you got baby hands, then you can only touch WASD. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, mileage and enter, enter key. Mileage may vary, but yeah, cool. And then lastly, dude, streaming. So if you are looking to be a streamer or get into streaming or just check it out, th- this is the way to go. So you can stream. Not only can you stream from your PC, but you can pass your Xbox or PlayStation or Switch through your PC so that you can stream it. Uh, and customize your layouts and do all the stuff that you see on this screen. Um, get a camera going, all that kind of stuff. You can stream from those other platforms, but it's definitely not um, the kind of uh, production that you're going to want to make if you're looking to take it seriously. So, yeah, and not a, not as seamless, right? But the f- right. like, there there are multiple um, things. Uh, Hayes told me to get a capture card and I haven't used it yet, but I mean, it's, 
$150-$200 where I can literally plug my Switch in if I'm streaming and it will stream to my computer. You know, so there's there's many different things that you can do with the computer based or versus um, you know, your console. Right, and not only for like streaming purposes, but like for your content creation type purposes with all of that stuff like your your game captures being on your computer it's so much easier for you to share it on twitter and instagram when it's on your computer and you can quickly get it to your phone and all that then i've I've just it's been difficult doing any of that on xbox uh, at least from my experience yeah cool not to be (laughs) that's not to say that there's not downsides to playing on a computer so We'll get into some of the cons here before we make you see, make you think that there's only uh, sunshine and rainbows over here in the PC master race. But all right, so crossplay can be an issue sometimes with PC. Um, PlayStation and Xbox tend to work pretty well with each other, at least in the last few years. Um, but PC can t- sometimes be an issue, and especially when it comes to um, in-game communications. So. Because not all games have really good in-game comms, sometimes you run into an issue. Like, I am having an issue in Destiny currently where I've tried everything that I can find on the internet, but I cannot hear anyone in Destiny game chat, but they can hear me talking. So I have no idea what to do to fix that, and our workaround is to get people to who are playing on Xbox and PlayStation to get on Discord on their phones and talk while we're while we're playing that game. So that's definitely that's, a, an issue. It's, that's actually really weird because I have no issue hearing them. Right. On and, you, chat. and you have the same setup as I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So I don't know, man. Uh, cool. Any other cross play issues that you've had before that you can remember? Um, I know initially there was a lot of, uh, crossplay issues with COD yeah. right when they open it up but I think since then they've solved it so um, again I haven't played it in a while but I think it's been fairly fairly seamless now yeah it seems like COD. developers are kind of figuring it out and there's much less issues than there used to be I remember when we were first starting dude trying to play Warzone with those guys on playstation like they would drop every two matches and then we would disconnect and i can't join you but you can join yeah. me all kinds of right. things uh yep. so you will you will run into some stuff like that to be prepared for when you first start all right this was kind of this one took me a while to get used to but couch gaming has a special place right like it's nice to be able to sit down in a big comfy couch with a beer or whatever some snacks and then uh just play casually on your couch and so when you when you switch over to PC you're going to be you know every time you go to game it's like I'm going into my this room to sit in this chair and stare at this bright screen for hours uh, so a little bit different but if you're used to that then whatever yeah and, Shannon always calls my office I call it my office Right. This is where I do. This is where I do my work. Where I do work. Um, but she, yeah, it's obviously the gaming room. Um, this is where I do the stroke. You know what I mean? 
Well, all right. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, it is nice to relax on the couch. Again, I haven't played on controller than um, Elden Ring in a little while, so it would be cool to just sit on the couch and play controller. But uh, if you're going to play PC, you seriously, the first. So I we built my PC. Right when we got back from the deployment and yep. then. I played on a chair that was <laughs> I'm pretty sure I found it in the trash <laughs> in college. And I was just like, yep, I need a I need a computer chair. And I played on that chair for probably. I don't know, four or five months before I ordered this one, the Secret Labs chair. Yeah. And I will tell you that if you don't have a good chair, like the chair makes you a gamer, right? (laughs) Not only from looks, but just from the fact that if you don't have a good chair, your back will kill you all day long. (laughs) And so now Shannon has that chair and she works from home and she sits in it all day. And I think her, her back is fine, at least from my perspective. But I should probably get her a new one. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I I ended up buying my wife a Secret Labs chair just because I yeah I couldn't look over at her while I'm in this uber comfy chair and see her <laughs> <Yeah>. squeaking <laughs> in that crappy computer desk chair. And to to be honest, like we're not we're not promoting Secret Labs for what like. We're not sponsored by them for by any means, right? right? Uh, We just both happen to have Secret Labs chairs, Uh, but there are tons of chairs out there to help you with your posture and you know back support and all this stuff. Uh, They're all very expensive, though. You're not going to get off cheap to if you're going to sit in a chair all day, right? Right. They are expensive. Yeah, these things come at a premium. You can. You can try to find a bargain one, but you, it's not going to, it's going to look, they're going to make it look like it's nice, but it's going to hurt. So yeah, I agree. If you're going to, if you're going to commit to this, the chair is like second to like the graphics card and then the monitor yeah. and then the chair. It's so important. Yeah. Cool. All right. And uh, let's see. All right. So. <laughs> I think I have more issues with this than you do, but you've definitely had your fair share of stuff. But the more parts you have, the, the more problems you have. So Xbox and PlayStation Switch, they just work. Like you turn them on and they work, at least <laughs> at least in modern days. Like I know Red Ring of Death back in the 360 time and all that. And Switch has its own issue with Joy-Con drift and all that. But it's basically, you get what you get out of the box. It works fine. You turn it on and the game starts and all that. Computers can be a little bit more of an adventure, uh, depending on how crazy you want to get with stuff. Uh, And so because if you're building separate through separate manufacturers, all these pieces are going to be from different companies and who knows what kind of build quality you're going to get from each one. So you're definitely going to run into a little bit of um, choose your own adventure when it comes to issues you might have with each of those pieces. Have you had, did you have any issues? I don't remember you having any hardware issues when we put yours together. 
Um, no, I I literally have had no issues with mine. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get super Gucci like you. I bought a you know a pretty constructed water cooling system. Yeah. Um. So I I've had zero issues. Um. I need to clean my fans because uh, I've been lazy about that, um, which is obviously super important as far as you know temperature inside the computer, but. Um, I did, I don't really, I have nothing to complain about as far as what, what you and I built. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So for the most part, guys, like it's pretty, everything's made pretty well. And I've been doing this for 10 years now or so building. And I've had one part that was like not working when it should have worked. Um, Joey, welcome to the chat, man. Good to have you here. Just talking about PC gaming that you need to uh, convert to the dark side of, but uh, dude, uh, yeah. So overall, I wouldn't I wouldn't be super scared of this. Just know that with more parts and different pieces, like you you could run into some issues, and it's just a little bit more upkeep and maintenance than than a console, but definitely worth it. Cool. Another con is if you want this to be if you're not careful, this can get very expensive very fast especially in the world where they market to gamers. So companies nowadays are looking for uh, just ways to take advantage of gamers. Thanks for the follow, dude. That's awesome. Um, So (laughs) everything you see sold in PC gaming stuff has RGB lighting on it and all kinds of gamer modes and and ultra boost mode and... They're going to market all of that crap to you. And if you're not careful and watch out for that type of marketing, you're going to spend more than you need to on this type of stuff to get the performance that you want. Dude, but RGB lighting gives you better performance. Yeah, it makes at you all times. better. Yeah. And it depends on what colors your lights are running, right? So like if you like you, your lights are changing colors. Yeah. So, like, when it's green, your mana will be higher in some games, and when it's blue... Oh, you're right, dude. So maybe I should stop that and just pick yeah, one. Just pick one, like health or, yeah. or strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Cool. All right, so be careful. I will tell you, I have spent too much money on computer accessories and parts, so if you, if you really get into things, you, you'll start wondering about water cooling which we can do a whole nother episode about but i made i built a custom water cooling loop and that's like essentially doubles the price of your your system uh, which how much money you poured into it so just watch out buyer beware it's like you know you ever had a friend who was like hey i bought a uh an ar-15 and i'm gonna start customizing it and you're like oh Three months later, oh, yeah. he, he spent like six thousand dollars on red dot sites yeah. and red what? dot. Yeah, you got to get all the things. Yeah. yeah, so just for the range, right? The PC is kind of the same thing, dude. Your initial purchase is not your only purchase. <laughs> cool. And then lastly, uh, my least favorite thing about computers is updating everything. So like, you're always updating drivers and software and all kinds of shit it seems like every time you log in something needs to update and you spend a lot of time waiting for that to happen so 
Yeah. I mean, the nice thing is if you have your PC on, which I typically don't, um, should which I, I I think it's the, it's the same for Xbox and PS5 or that's true PS too. whatever. I feel like if if regardless if they're on or maybe they turn themselves on, I don't know how it works. Uh, but typically these things these days will just like turn themselves on despite you saying not to and update themselves. Yeah, or turn themselves know. off because they need to restart and they're not going to yeah. warn you. Yeah. Cool. All right, so there's our pros and cons, guys. Overall, I say the pros definitely outweigh the cons, but just so you know, there are some issues with PC gaming that you, you should be ready for if you're going to dive into this. All right, so you've made the decision. You got a, you got your uh, tax write-off coming back, or your tax uh, refund coming back, and you got a chunk of change burning a hole in your pocket, and you're ready to get into the PC world. So how are you going to do that? So you mentioned it a little bit, Swift, when we were getting into these ideas for you, but there's a website that is invaluable that anyone who is looking to build a PC should look at before they do anything. Right, and I'll show you what it's called. Do you remember what it's called? Uh, I think it's logical. Logical increments. 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 There it is. All right, I got it up. I got it yeah. up on the site or uh, up on the browser here. But it's very simple. Okay, you go. What type of quality of computer do I want to build? Anywhere from destitute, when you are completely and utterly <laughs> devoid of surplus money, but you still need a PC. This still has decent parts, but you will have room to expand later. Cool. All the way down to monstrous. This is what happens when, you, when one lets go of sanity. The dollars spent on the CPU or GPUs can buy a superb PC all by itself. Supremely powerful, but off the deep end of the price and wait, performance curve. Wait a second. Did I see destitute 267 or... $267. $297. So if you look over here on the right side, guys, it'll tell you about how much you're going to spend on the whole thing itself. Okay. So and then Monstrous is $5,200. $5,200. It's quite a gap there. Yeah, sure is. All right. So now you can see what the range is and you can kind of find where you want to live based on. Uh, your budget, right? The one thing I will tell you on this website that isn't covered in that is your display. So whatever monitor you want, which can ra range anywhere from a hundred bucks to two thousand dollars, depending on how good of a monitor you want to grab. Cool. So let's say you're in the market and you want to build a, I don't know, middle of the road, great gaming PC. Um, so we're talking much better performance than Xbox or PlayStation. Um, all right, so we're looking. Let's just put us, ourselves in the great category. Parts tend to get a bit pricey, but the quality and the performance are both great. Great for 1080p gaming performance and all but the most demanding of titles. Cool. So those little descriptions kind of give you an idea of like what types of games you can play. Cool. Now you just need to look at what parts you need, and it gives you some kind of suggestions on what those parts could look like. If you start at the top, It'll give you like the baseline for that category. And then as you go down, it kind of gives you their recommendation for like the next little bump up in that uh, type of equipment. Cool. So this is the website I would start at if you are going to jump into this. Yeah. So literally, if you want to build a great PC, right? Not 
not for streaming, not for anything other than gaming. What did it say? A thousand. A thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. Right. And then. So this is what we preach to all our friends that are console warriors. A thousand bucks to build the tower and all the things. And then. You know, years down the road, months down the road, whatever you decide, whatever you have the money for, you can upgrade all of these individual things to make it superb or excellent or. I don't know. Monstrous. Monstrous. Yeah. Whatever the last one was. Yeah. Um, So. It's not it's not that expensive. I mean, it it is expensive. Let's be honest. Right. Uh, I work a lot and that is expensive to me. But at the same time, to be able to build something to get started playing PC games it's not that expensive compared to consoles. Plus you can then customize down the road when you decide. Yeah, I think, I think I like this better. Right. Uh, And and you don't have, you don't have to build a brand new PC, right? You just plug and play as far as the, the parts go. Right. And not to forget the fact that this thing doesn't just play games like an Xbox or PlayStation. It is a computer, right? So my computer is, this is my main, computer in my house and i do all kinds of stuff on it 3d animation and video editing and all kinds of stuff so it's a tool that also is a monstrous uh gaming machine if you want it to be yeah cool and then another website you can use so all the parts on this website if they're in the same category they're all compatible with each other but this is another thing you have to realize about pc building is that not all parts are compatible with each other and it can be a little confusing if you don't know what you're doing. So you can just go to a website called PC Part Picker. And just go through that logical in- increments website and you can go through here and search for those product or yeah, those products and build your build, right? And it'll tell you if all those parts are compatible with each other or not. And then you can kind of get some other ideas on what other people are building with those same parts and it's a really cool website invaluable information on how stuff fits together and and what uh what products are available even on amazon or newegg and all that so this is the second website that i would keep in your hip pocket um once you start kind of deciding which parts you want to roll with also Uh, pc part picker has some really cool things i know tay's had it up on the the stream but uh featured builds so you can look through where people have built really cool computers with lighting or whatever, cable management, whatever it happens to be. Um, so you can kind of see what other people are doing, which I thought was really cool when I was building my, my first PC. Yeah, there's, there's some really cool builds on here. And some people get really in-depth with, like, they'll even build, like, a build or write, write up a build guide and kind of how they went through the process. Um, but yeah, this website is great. Yeah. Cool. All right. So those are the, the tools that I would use to kind of figure out where you need to go. And then logical instruments kind of increments kind of breaks it down into the parts that you need, but we'll just quickly breeze over, um, the parts that you need. So a case, as you can see in Swift's video, uh, feed there, you've got a Corsair case, right? It's all glass on the sides. And uh, that's, yep. that's kind of like a, like a mid level like 
nice aesthetic looking case, but you can get anything for, like worth 60 bucks that is just a, a gray box. Uh, yeah, super, like really not expensive. Yeah, so it just kind of depends on what you're looking for in that realm uh, for that. So you'll need a case to put everything in. You'll need a power supply that's basically just going to route all the electricity to the different parts. Uh, nothing crazy there, but you just need to make sure that you have enough power to supply the pieces that you're throwing into the computer, and PC Part Picker will tell you and recommend how much wattage you, your power supply should have based on the parts that you're throwing in there. Cool, you'll need a hard drive, so you can either go with a hard disk drive or a solid state drive, and that's just to store files and, and memory on games, all that kind of stuff. All that's pretty simple and straightforward. I highly recommend SSDs uh, over the hard disk drives, but I also have uh, hard disk drives to do like long-term, large amount of storage type stuff. What do you got? We threw a SSD in there and a... Yeah, I have a terabyte SSD and a 500 gig um, just HDD. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and honestly, I've got one, two, three, four hard drives, or sorry, two hard drives and two SSDs in mine. So you can you can get as much storage or as little storage as you want. I recommend if you're going to be installing like AAA games to get at least a terabyte, um, one way or the other, SSD, uh, SSD being the recommendation that I would go with just because it's faster and uh, yeah. a little bit. A little bit uh, quicker, but H hard disk drives are a little bit more reliable. If uh, something crashes, it won't completely wipe the memory, but knock on wood, that doesn't happen to people. All right, the other thing you're going to need is RAM. So that can come in all shapes and sizes, but basically it's going to kind of dictate. Yeah, so Swift's kind of pointing to it, but it's basically these long, thin blades of quick access memory that your computer uses to do all of its... Uh, quick process type stuff. The more RAM you have, the faster, like this is the fast, easiest way to make your computer feel like it's running, like doing simple tasks faster. Um, so I recommend at least 16 gigabytes of RAM, DDR4 at least. Um, all that will sort of start to make sense to you as you get into it. But um, And then 32 gigabytes being like the ideal uh, area to live in. What did we get in yours? 32? Yeah, we have, it's 32. Cool. And you can see there, you can get all kinds of stuff with lights on it in the uh, the gaming world. So Swift, I think Swift's RAM has lights on it. Sure does. So she, cool. She lit up. Uh, sweet. All right. All of this stuff has to plug into something and let it all talk to each other. So that's called the motherboard. It's basically just like a foundation that you put down in there first inside the case, and it allows you to hook everything up uh, to one thing so they all can talk to each other. Um, and yeah, those run anywhere from 60 bucks to 400 bucks. But um, really, this is one of those things that you don't really need to spend a whole lot on. Uh, the things that I would look for when you're buying a motherboard is how many USB ports it gives you. And kind of the other interface stuff that you can plug in and out of uh, the computer there. So, Yeah, I would say buy a motherboard if you're trying to, like, do the thing and plug, you know, stream, whatever it happens to be. If you're not trying to stream, buy a, a standard motherboard. If you're trying to stream, because I know I have 
very quickly run out of USB ports. So uh, maybe buy one with more if it's available and not super expensive. Yeah, and nowadays, like, you can find even average price ones that give you at least 8 to 12 uh, USB ports, USB 3 and some 2s. Yeah. Cool. And then you're going to need a CPU. So this is the little microchip that does all your calculating. All the zeros and ones have to basically be added or subtracted uh, by something, and that's the CPU. It does all your central processing, uh, and this tends to be kind of where you can really get a lot of performance out of your computer or middle of the road. So uh, CPUs tend to be not as expensive as um, graphics cards because they're a lot smaller. But if you want to go crazy with it, you can get uh, Intel i9-12900K, which is a really, really good CPU um, for 600 bucks. Or you can drop down to the, the i5 type stuff for 180 bucks. So a wide range of stuff to go there. Would it be, would we go Intel for you or AMD? Uh, we went AMD. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, you'll have Intel or AMD to choose from in that aspect. But uh, I've only I've had one AMD Threadripper for my old video um, editing machine. It worked really well. But other than that, I've only had Intel uh, microchips. But at the end of the day, not a whole lot going on there. I will say that the type of chip that you get so cpu determines the type of motherboard that you can get that's kind of what dictates uh, that cool and then lastly where your big chunk of change is going to go most likely if you care about graphics is your gpu so your graphics card you can choose from amd or you can choose uh an nvidia card there's word on the street that Intel may be coming out with their version of a graphics card somewhat soon. We'll see how that goes. Um, I've always had NVIDIA cards, and Swift has an NVIDIA in his. Um, but honestly, they're, they're relatively similar competitors. They have similar price points for what type of, depending on the type of uh, card that you want. So, Yeah, until honestly, now when they... the you know, everybody right. buys up all the chips or the GPUs and sells them for a profit. Yeah. So the problem you're going to run into nowadays is these are very hard to come by if you want the most modern type stuff. So RTX 3080 Ti's are bought up instantly by scalpers and resold on reselling websites for six to seven hundred dollars markup. And that's just the world we live yeah. in. Um, they are starting to become a little bit more available, I've noticed, at least on Twitter and, and things like that, but <clears throat> we'll see. Yeah. Cool. So that's everything you're going to need to build a computer. So what you're going to do is you're going to order all those things off of Amazon or Newegg or whatever, and they're all going to show up on your doorstep, and then you're going to stare at all of them and go, what in the hell do I do? <laughs> right? Yeah. So the first thing you should do is call someone who's done it before, just just for like safety purposes. You, you're putting a lot of money into this, so you don't want to screw anything up. But yeah, a little backup. 
I will tell you that it's much easier than you're thinking if you haven't done it before. It's it's basically if you've made Legos before, you can build a PC, right? Yeah. So uh, last thing I'll say is there's really only one pitfall that you can run into when you're installing it that can really hard break anything. And it's the putting the CPU microchip into your motherboard. You can you can close it in a way that can bend the pins on the bottom of the microchip. So just what I'll, uh, I'll post some YouTube videos on our Twitter, OMG underscore podcast GG. And uh, it'll kind of just show you how to do that correctly without screwing it up. Very easy. I uh, built one of these with my dad and had him do this part and he, he nailed it and he's a boomer. So <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anything you can bring up from uh, remember from our building experience? No, the one thing I'll say, and I don't know that it really matters, is uh, Taze actually had like a static-free, uh, basically build station in his garage, uh, which I don't know enough about it to say that it helped or didn't, but it was super convenient. He had little buckets that were magnetically attached to things where we put like the... Um, hardware for each of the parts right that we're screwing into the computer so that's super important obviously you don't want to lose yeah. i'm not saying you have to have buckets for it but uh you don't want to lose the the hardware for what you're trying to screw in your computer you know to to make it work so uh super important to be very cautious about where you're putting what so you don't get things mixed up um, but other than that, like, like we've talked about it, uh, he, he walked me through it and it literally, it's, it's kind of like Legos, right? These days, everything has a, has a place on the motherboard or in the, uh, tower. So it's not, if you, if you're looking to do this, it's really not as difficult as it seems. And I feel like there's probably a, you know, a million YouTube videos out there to, to help you out if you're if you're trying to build a pc which yes. you should because it's awesome yeah some of the great websites are jay's two cents and linus tech tips they have full start to finish pc building videos that you can watch and they walk through all the pitfalls and how to hook up wires and hide them so the airflow is good and just some basic stuff in there so youtube is your friend as in anything these days yeah Cool. You put it all together. Now you are ready to game. Well, unfortunately, it's not quite as easy as an Xbox, so you can't just turn it on and go. You got to get Windows <laughs> on there, which can be a, a little bit of a pain sometimes, especially if you don't put a disk drive in there like Swift's computer. Yeah, nowadays. I know. We, we struggle with that. <laughs> right. Most of the time, you're not going to put a CD-ROM drive or DVD drive in there because that stuff is just kind of out of date. So yeah, what you'll have to do no is... reason to you'll go to the windows website and they can walk you through how to put it onto a USB drive, install windows, and then you'll be off to the races. Cool. Anything else to bring up about the actual build or getting the parts or anything like that? I don't think so. I think the, the only other thing I would say is when we built mine, I think we had, as soon as it like started up, we were like, okay, let's hold our breath. 
and then we hooked it up to one of your monitors and it said it had like a uh cooling fail or whatever yeah yeah um but don't don't necessarily be afraid of that because based on the parts you're hooking up like i still get that error my computer has been fine for two years now so like based on what parts you're putting in the computer itself i.e i guess the motherboard won't necessarily recognize certain things so soon as long as you know things are uh like hooked up right you know you have the cooling and all all the things uh like it'll be fine just skip that and be good otherwise if, if i'm totally talking on my uh ass here uh taze correct me if i'm wrong reach out to your professional and uh get that fixed real quick yeah no you're exactly right so it's a computer right so stupid in is stupid out is what they say about computers it only knows what it's programmed to know so in yeah. swift's in swift's case it thinks it's looking for a fan right on top of the uh cpu and it can't it can't tell how fast that fan is spinning because we didn't hook one up because we hooked up a an all-in-one water cooler to your system so yeah it thinks that it's going to overheat because it doesn't have doesn't know how fast the fan is spinning on your uh processor but it's all good so yeah. if you kind of understand what each of these parts does which logical increments is really good at explaining what they each do uh then you'll kind of be able to tell if your computer's just blowing smoke or uh or if it's actually blowing smoke because it's on fire yeah if it's on fire then turn it off and uh find someone yeah <laughs> stopped up and stop drop and roll uh, <laughs> yeah uh cool Sometimes I'm playing Elden Ring and I hear that water pump start kicking in. I'm like, this thing's about to light on fire. <laughs> cool. All right, man. That's basically the, uh, the nitty gritty of how to build it, what pieces you need. If you ever have any questions, dude, just reach out to us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. We will answer you straight away, get you the info you need. Or even just like get in a call with you on Discord and talk you through whatever you need to to build this thing. But it's it's fairly straightforward. Doesn't really require much more than uh, some YouTube videos and you know an adventurous spirit. That's right. All right. So where do you get the games from, dude? Where do you get your games? How do you, how do people play games on a computer? Uh, dude. So I we obviously have the Blizzard launcher, right? Yeah. I shouldn't say obviously for people who haven't played computer for a while or ever, but um, there's a Blizzard launcher for anything like Heroes of the Storm, right? Yep. Well, bump that, bump that. Um, get that, get that game fixed. Um, Blizzard Update. launcher, Steam, uh, Epic Store for Fortnite, which again. You heard Taze and I talking about uh, Origin. I, I'm, there's there's a lot, honestly. I I typically stick to Steam, Blizzard for the games that I play, and then now that I have Fortnite, I go to Epic to yeah. launch Fortnite. Yeah, I mean, 
what you have to know about PC gaming is you're going to have to use a lot of different softwares to get a hold of these different games, depending on who makes them or who who licenses them. Steam is your your best bet for biggest library of games, like cheapest sales, all kinds of stuff. It kind of yeah. probably my favorite software that kind of organizes it all uh, overall. Hence why you ordered this the Steam Deck. Exactly. They got me by the haunches. Yeah. Um, but Blizzard has its own launcher, and that thing is world famous for just kind of storing all their games. And it's a big deal whenever a new game kind of that isn't owned by Blizzard gets added to that launcher. So uh, the Epic Store, like Swift mentioned, and then Origin. There's even third-party launchers. Like even after you download Fortnite, Fortnite's going to run its own little thing. And then League of Legends is a perfect example. has its own separate launcher that you have to get once you uh, get it from uh, Riot Games launcher. So that part is kind of annoying because there's a bunch of different things to keep updated. That's what I kind of told you about. Um, but, you know, if you kind of always leave them all running and sucking up all your band or uh, all your RAM, then you'll be fine. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about uh, Riot. But also, if anybody has seen Twitch, um, you recognize that Valorant is obviously a still a big thing. Right. Uh, that's also a Riot Games. So, yeah, Apex Legend is on Epic. Uh, yeah. So, or maybe that's Origin. Yeah, it's on Origin. It's on. Yeah, it's on Origin. But anyways, yeah. So just be ready to get all those downloaded. If you are confused as to where to find a game, you got Google or join our Discord, Bonsai Gaming, and we will uh, we'll get you pointed in the right direction. We'll get you right into the right channels on Discord, and you'll be on your way to streaming legend we love it people helping people you know yeah yep. like and subscribe please we're, we're we're here for you <laughs> all right guys let's get into the last little bit uh about pc gaming and it's all the accessories so swift how many accessories do you have access to in front of you right now you got a microphone a webcam a keyboard mouse oh dude i don't even know where to start so so no kidding, I have a keyboard, a mouse. Very important for PC gaming, right? <laughs> you yeah, got to start there. It's going to be hard to... Uh... So what do you yeah, got? You, you, got, you got Razer peripherals? I do have Razer uh, keyboard mouse. All right. I also have... So I bought the Razer... Uh, I don't know what it's called, dude. The the big keyboard with the the wrist rest. Oh yeah, yeah. The huntsman. Right? Huntsman. Yeah. Thing is dope. I spilt water all over it. So most of it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> so I still have this in the oh. catalog. Still in the container, but I got the Huntsman Mini. Okay. So it looks like you're. Two. It looks like you're trying to give that away as a uh, as a giveaway. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe in sixteen podcasts. Um, so I have two keyboards, a mouse. I have an Elgato camera. I have an Elgato light. I have an Elgato Steam Deck. I have my PC. Like it, it 
like never ends because you just have to buy all the things depending on what you're doing, right? Yeah. So, and it's all about synergy. It's all about synergy. And and the the most important part is having the uh RGB in the back in the oh, background, yeah. right? Oh, of course. Like you you can't substitute that for skill. <laughs> all right, there you have it. <laughs> Cool. We talked a little bit about water cooling as well and gamer chairs. So I definitely, like we said, not sponsored by Secret Lab, but that would be awesome if they wanted to. But if yeah. you've ever, if you've ever thought about buying one, buying a gamer chair, highly, highly recommend, especially if you're tall and big, these chairs from Secret Lab, the Titan, look at him. He's sleeping. Like it is probably the I nicest have- thing I've ever, it's so nice that I bought my wife one. I literally with this little pillow. I have fallen asleep in this chair more times than I care to announce. Yeah. I just <laughs> lean back when I'm over gaming and I'm watching like TV and I'm out there. It's so nice. I've, I've heard a small and, story that you were in uh, the, lum- sur- the lumbar <laughs> support. Are you kidding me? I heard a story. You were saran wrapped to that one time. Yeah. Easy, easy saran wrap me to it. that's true cool i tried to get that picture and just pop it into the podcast but uh connor Connor couldn't find it (laughs) let's not (laughs) all right all right all right cool and then lastly i'll bring up dude multiple monitors is so cool like when it comes to uh, pc gaming you can be playing the game on your main monitor and then watching your favorite streamer on the side monitor or have a website up that's helping you figure out what the F you're doing in Elden Ring or watching a YouTube video or playing two games at the same time because you like to party. Like, I highly recommend double monitor if you're going to do this uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to upgrade to triple monitor at this point. Cool. Again, I don't know if I have the hookups for it, but um, I will also vouch for that. Double monitor is the best thing ever because you... You know, you and I can be gaming on Hots or Destiny, just like last weekend. We can be gaming, and I have the Masters up. Right. And it's glorious on the other screen, right? So, yeah. I mean, there's, there's no... It's so nice to have dual monitors. Yeah, that was the hardest part about being deployed, was playing on one monitor. <laughs> yeah, right? First world problems, but... <laughs> well, for sure. Cool, dude. Uh, anything else to bring up accessories wise that you're uh, all about? Um, looking around, I don't think so. Sweet. All right. So PC gaming, there you have it, folks. One more game brought you our analysis of how to become the greatest PC gamer and a part of the greatest community in gaming uh, that there is. So let's get into what we played this week. All right. I'll, uh, I'll lead off here. I finally did it. I am 1560 in Destiny and proud of it. I would be too. Yeah, I ran my first uh, Grandmaster Nightfall I don't know if you've done one of those before, but 
No. They are so hard. <laughs> what level do you have to be to do those? Um, I don't think there's a requirement, but it's like if you're not maxed out, it's going to be very hard. Okay. Did you win? We did. We died four times. So on a Grandmaster Nightfall, when your team dies, all three of you die, it ends it and it brings you back to orbit. So it's like you don't even get to start from a checkpoint or anything. It's like, nope, you're dead. Start over. Yeah. Uh, um, so we did that. We died four times and then I had to replace one of the guys because he wasn't up to snuff. And then we, yeah, yeah. we were able to do it's, it. <laughs> Dude, it's like wow all over again. Where you're just like, nah, nah, uh, dude, you're not it. To be Get fair, out. to be fair, he was like, guys, I think I'm holding this back. I, I just don't have the gear that I need or whatever. But okay, okay, yeah, it was cool. Uh, nice. Very, I, we barely beat it too. Like the time that we did it, like one guy was alive and the boss had like a sliver of health left, and he's we're both dead, and I'm, we're like, revive us, revive us. He's like, no, you got to just kill him. And we're like, oh god. <laughs> And, and you get it. Yeah. Nice. Love that. Good times. I love that game. I'm, it, it just has its hooks in me, and I, I, don't, I don't know what else to say about it. If you yeah, haven't played it, download it now. Um, but, you know, I told everyone to mark their calendars for our next uh, guild raid that we're going to run that everyone's going to back out of. So be, uh, be, be available to back out, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what day are we doing that? Uh, what day are we backing out? Whatever day you're busy. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, tunic! I finally beat that dude that we were talking about. I even clipped it, and uh, I'm gonna post it up on Twitter later today. But uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm on to my first what I would define as like Zelda style dungeon in that game. But I. I just okay. walked in the front door and then turned it off, but it is still loving that game and that sense of triumph I had when I finally beat that guy. It was just like, thanks, Elden Ring. <laughs> you bred me for this. Yeah. <laughs> dodge, dip, duck, dive, and dodge until Sorry. I win. Speaking of uh, Elden Ring, I did get into more of it a little bit. I've been leveling up just by not really doing much, just wandering and collecting runes and then just leveling up. So I think I'm going to, next time log into that game, I'm going to give the old first boss Margit, I think he's called. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try it. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know any of the boss's names. So. Stand, stand by for that. He's the first one that like beat your ass when you first log into the game to like tell you that you're playing a Souls-like Remember? Like literally the one you can't beat or the yeah. one on the horse outside? The no, the one you can't beat. The one that like oh. kills you initially. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to show him something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then <laughs> we played some more Heroes of the Storm. Just uh, all random, all mid, all the time. Oh, and yeah. Love all it. the time. Every time I see someone on that game, I'm like, I'm hopping in. But, yeah. And then lastly, dude, not really a Halo, the show, I, wa I got okay. caught up and Cortana finally got int introduced. So I'm the first two episodes, I was kind of like, uh, meh. but now I'm like, this is good. This is a good show. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't like the first two episodes? I mean, I, 
I had a lot of like preconceived notions going on, I guess. And this yeah. third episode was the first one that I was able to let myself like just enjoy it for the science fiction show that it is. And it, yeah. they, they kind of took their own liberties with it and kind of didn't really care about some of the story. Um, but no spoilers. But um, yeah, it's, it's good. If you like Battlestar Galactica, you're going to like this show. Yeah, dude, I've watched the third episode. I'm pretty sure the fourth episode is out today. I haven't watched uh, it yet. I got to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got to go. Um, <laughs> but... Dude, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's Again, it's we talked about it initially when we were talking about, you know, TV shows and movies, but I think it's it's so different from what you expect from the Halo universe that I'm, I'm enjoying it for sure. Yeah, I like what they're doing with Master Chief because, like I said, yeah. if they were going to just try to keep feeding me the same guy from the games, it wasn't going to work. Oh, no. Why would it? No. That's not entertaining on TV. No. All right. What did you play, dude? Uh, dude, so it's been, again, busy week. I, I don't know. I kind of found myself in a weird spot where I would... We're flying nights, right? So I would come home. Like, last night, I didn't get home until 12.30 a.m. Um, and so Shannon's already in bed, and I come, I come up here, and I, I want to play a game, but I don't really, right? I don't, I don't have, I don't want to invest time in it because I'm, yeah. it's late. I'm, I want to go to bed, but I still have to decompress. Um, so honestly, I watched a lot of shows this week because I flew a few times, right? So when I got home, I was like, well, I don't, I'm not gonna watch Twitch. I don't. I don't care about Twitch right now. I'm kind of in a lull as far as video games and not necessarily in a lull, but I just didn't have motivation to play any of them. Yeah, I get get that way when I'm working at night. Yeah, so I would just like watch shows. So I watch a lot of shows. I've been watching. Dude, have you seen Winning Time? No, you told me about it. On HBO. it. It is phenomenal it's the the, Lakers Lakers franchise yeah um so I watched a lot of winning time have you seen the flight attendant on HBO no great dude it's like you said it's got its hooks in me um (laughs) there I think I'm like five or six episodes in um great show it has the uh, hot chick from Big Bang Theory in it. Oh, Penny. I don't know her actress name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kelly Cook. Kelly Kuko. Kelly Kuko. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it has her in it. So, and I, Shannon got me watching Friday Night Lights, mm. the TV show, which I've never seen. I've seen Good the movie. One. Um, so I've been watching a lot of shows when I basically haven't been invested in gaming so i have i really didn't play a ton of games this week uh the two games that i did play i played destiny with you uh maybe not with you you were kind of logging off as i was logging in and i played some crucible uh for pinnacle gear but uh played destiny not for very long um so 
yeah. wasn't that great. I didn't get into any of the story stuff. I just played PvP. And then the only other game that typically... So for anybody, uh, listeners, typically when we're on nights, Easy and I will log in. And Taze was thankfully av- available uh, this week, but logged in and played some Heroes of the Storm in the AM, you know, because it's Arizona and the sun's up at 5.45 a.m. <laughs> after me going to bed at 2 a.m. So I can't really sleep past 7. Uh, so I decided to get online and uh, played a little bit of HOTS. Uh, it's, it's been fun. Again, the game, the game itself is great. I, they need to make... I, I just hope they find a, new, a reinvigorated passion for it because yeah. it, it's so fun. Yeah, it's got the... It's got the fan base to bring it back into the, the limelight, but I don't know. That shit yeah. might, might have sailed. I, I could not believe it. So for, for anybody that, well, most of you that are not playing with us, Taze is like a level, we'll call it 1100. Very close <laughs> to 1100. And I logged in with Easy the other day. And there was a dude that was like 2,600 level. <laughs> and so in my mind, knowing how much Taze loves this game and how much he's played it, I think that that dude who was 2,600 has had to have played for 18 hours a day, every day, since the game came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like... It, it doesn't he's, make any sense in my mind. He's in there all the time. Yeah. Every day. So brutal. Um, but I'm starting to get get the, you know, my fingers back as far as moves and stuff. So uh, excited to keep playing it. But that, that, again, I know it's kind of anticlimactic, but that's basically what I got for the week because I just haven't had the, the urge you guys are uh, you're starting to make some some high level plays, even if maybe they're on accident. But I'm noticing a little bit more higher level thought functioning going on in that game. Dude, there's guys, no, so. no, yeah, there's no accidents. We're just <laughs> on it, you know. Yeah, number one team, North America. North America, west of the Mississippi. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well. That's about all I got for uh, what we played this week. If you guys are interested in letting us know what you've been playing, one more time, send us an email at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. We are looking forward to your emails. That feedback is invaluable for us to uh, kind of shape how this show goes and talk about what you guys want to hear. So please, even if you uh, are shy, just send us one and we will... We will jump on that and make you feel welcome. Yeah, hit us up, please. You can also hit us up on uh, OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram, and we will reach out to you back and and go ahead and give us a follow if you want to get the latest up-to-date news on when we're going to stream. Like I was able to make the announcement on Twitter right before this that we were going to go live tonight rather than Sunday, but that's kind of where you're going to find like the most up-to-date uh, news, so go ahead and give a follow there. And you'll be able to figure out, you know, what's what's the latest and greatest from us. And with that being said, I'm not going to I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag yet. But we may be having a 
I'm not going to call them famous in the industry, but someone experienced in the video game development industry that some of you may have heard of as a guest speaker coming up here in the next few episodes. Uh, so be looking forward to that if you're uh, into that kind of stuff. And we are excited to bring you that kind of content. And then you can also find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you find your podcast for uh, latest episodes. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review and then send us uh, any, any type of questions you may have on those websites. Or feedback. Or feedback. Uh, what about you, dude? Where can they find you? Um, again, I'm, I'm going to try to start streaming a little bit more regularly. Uh, whether it be Elden Ring with my death counter up. Um, yeah, buddy. But, uh, find me over at twitch.tv slash swiftmeda. And obviously, you know where to find the guy. Taze, tell him. Twitch.tv slash the stroke. And, you know, my it's still in the works. I keep telling you guys I'm about to make an announcement about my uh, streaming schedule and it's going to happen someday, but I'm dealing with some stuff and when it's ready, it's, it'll be ready and I'll be looking forward to having you guys there. But thank you so much for joining us tonight on the, the last second notice. And we're happy to bring you the talk about the PC master race and how you can join us. And just remember, just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you should stop playing game on gamers. And we will catch you next week on one more game. Swift. See ya. See ya. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game Podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.